Welcome to podcast 268 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. On this week's podcast, we are bringing you our team of the year, interjected with football manager team of the year bits and pieces and what have you. I am Matt, and this week I am joined to bring you this team of the year by Dupe, Joe and Mr. Madden. Hello, chaps. Hello. Good evening. Hello. And welcome. I guess we should probably get started because this is going to be a long old one. We're going to go through each of our own individual uh, sort of teams of the year from all of the the saves and all of the teams and all of the players that we've managed throughout FM22, uh, as well as looking at some of the best in the game and also by most popular role, best in the game. And maybe a few other bits and pieces and then maybe even having like a collective decision on who we think deserves to be in the five-star potential collective team of the year too. So lots to get through. Who wants to get us kicked off with their team of the year? In fact, we'll start positionally. I think we this is what we did last year. So we'll start in goal. Um, who wants to kick us off? I'll jump in. And I'm going to do quite an out there decision. Um, I had a lovely save at London Monarchs and my team does kind of cosh a lot of the saves. And I have picked the Jamaican... Andre Blake as one of my uh, goalkeepers for team of the year. Uh, super, super job at that level. Did everything that I wanted him to do. Very cheap. Helped me with a salary cap. I doff one's cap to Andre Blake. Is his brother Yoen? No. Nathan. <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> Nathan. He's, he's actually Welsh, but never mind. Is he Welsh? He actually is. Nathan Blake is actually Welsh. Yeah, I remember. How Welsh? Don't know. I, but. I've got... I'm going to stop you because we need to rattle on through this tonight. We do. We uh, do. There's... I've got two on my list. Um, I'll decide at the end who I really want to nominate. Um, Andre Onana. What's his name? Um, I had him... Uh, and I don't know if I've mentioned this. Probably towards the start of FM22, I had a Spurs save. So I had him at Spurs, and I have got some Spurs players in here. So I might throw up a little bit. Um, and Nicola <laughs> Orientali is the new-gen goalkeeper that I had at Villarreal. Um, <clears throat> the, dubbed the next Buffon, and he's certainly living up to expectations at the moment. Wonderful. Mr. Madden? I'm going to struggle because in the old Northern Boys save, the goalkeeper options that I had were absolutely shit. Sounds like excuses to me. <laughs> um, no one excuses. So, uh, I, I won't be, yeah, true. I won't be leaning towards anyone I would have managed. Um, I mean, the, the keeper I was trying to sign for a solid eight seasons was Jordan Pickford. So that kind of just shows you where that was at. But the one I can't get away from, I was looking at Alban Lafont because he's just he just carries through from FM to FM and he's, he's always kind of maintained a really good status. But Donnarumma is bananas in this save I'm in 2029 lads he's valued at 279 million to 304 million um, in the year 2029 still only 29 years old but you're basically looking at the goalkeeping attributes column and it's just 17 16 16 16 19 20 it's bananas that's, he's, that's um, just his wage yeah. <laughs> yeah. PSG was height, uh, he's still at PSG in my save um, 112 caps for Italy he's just ridiculous so I can't look past him just for how good he is in this game and overall well for me I've actually gone for Joe Bursic or Bursic I can't I'm not sure how I'm supposed to pronounce he's actually English um but I signed him from West Ham he starts at Stoke 
in FM22. But he joined West Ham, barely played. But then when I was England manager, he was also in the national pool and had been called up by Gareth Southgate before he re- resigned. Um, because like, that's who I took over from. And I thought, you know what? I need a new goalkeeper at Swansea. I'll give him a try. I actually gave him his first England caps too. So there's a nice little sort of piece. I left him at Swansea because Atletico Madrid still had, you know, someone who's quite good there. So um, didn't really He's be a <laughs> I see you're still not a fan of Mr. Rob Black, but um, but yeah, he he was uh, he was. I mean, he's getting on a bit, but Joe Bursic is not quite at his level. There was, however, a new gen that I had been tracking both whilst I was at Swansea and at Atletico Madrid, but he ended up moving to Juve instead. Who's called Miguel Bocanegra? And related to us. He is related to us, yeah. Um, Colombian. He's 21 years old and he is just obscene. Um, so, unfortunately, I should have got him for 30 million. He instead decided to go to Juve for 72 in a bizarre twist of fate in, and obviously masses of wages as well. So, he, if I'd have signed him, he would have absolutely been there. But Joe Bursic takes it for me. Um, before we move on to the... The uh, the overall FM things. We'll we'll cover the defence first, and then we'll we'll have a little gap in between midfield and then our forward lines. So defence, uh, dupe, kick us off. Um, okay, yeah, right back. Um, Viking Dan yelling Timber because I have gone for Timber from Ajax. Uh, very strong, very quick, very you know actually very versatile as well. Can play centre back and also can play uh, kind of a bit higher up the pitch, but. Yeah, Timber for me, incredible right back. Only used him for a couple of seasons, but really standout player. I'm gonna go across the lot because sure. I can tell you my left back as well, uh, Matt. We do, yeah, if we do, if we do, if we do a def- as a defensive line, okay. I think that's probably it. Probably keeps the flow a bit better. I'm gonna introduce you to a player I've got at Bayern Munich on my goat challenge, which is uh, Smede. His name is. I'm gonna say it like that because I can. Uh, left back, very very good physically. Mentally tremendous and also technically gorgeous. Uh, 27, he's valued at 89 million. So he's he's very good. He's only just come to Bayern, but he 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 played 77 games for me and he was just awesome in trying to win Champions Leagues. And then I have Kamak, another new gen in my Bayern Munich save, or uh, my GOAT challenge, Turkish lad. Um, you have seen the rounds of him on, on Twitter and uh, on my stream. He is insanely good. Um, there's not a single bad attribute for this guy um, and he actually was in Juventus and I brought him over to Bayern Munich had him for a very long time and barely barely scratched the surface of how good this guy is and then I'm actually going to do a real player just so people know who I'm talking about but my beta save uh, I had Wesley Fofana quite early on in that Manchester United save um, he's big he's strong he can head he can jump he's quick it's like I knew the, the, the meta before the meta was known um, so that would be my back four. Wonderful. Joseph. It'll shock you that my right back starts with a Brazilian. Uh, <laughs> Caligari, the right back, been quite popular for a few years now. Um, obviously had him at Villarreal. Just all round solid. You know, And if you're going to go fullbacks, you might as well go Brazilian from the off. Um, <clears throat> I've put Pau Torres in there as a centre half uh, at Villarreal. One of two, maybe three players that have lasted the, the test of time 
Um, he is immense. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't been snapped up by Real Madrid or, you know, one of the big clubs because he is for a left-footed centre half, which you know, they're a bit of a not rare in football manager, but I think a left-footed centre half is lovely, and I know Duke loves a left left-footed centre half. Uh, Pau Torres is is definitely the one. I've picked two centre halves for me, right-sided one, and I'm I'm still going to run an R. So again, decide at the end. Um, I had Kaiki um, from Santos at Valladolid. Um, when I done the Valladolid save, he's really really good, young, promising centre half. Um, but then I also have got Giorgio Scalvini, um, young Italian guy. Um, I think if you've been on Twitter and you follow Foxy, you'll see that he's been loving him at Pescara. Um, again, another tank of a centre half, which I've really enjoyed. Uh, and my left back, again, I've picked another two. I'm, I'm finding it hard to separate these, but Alex Tellez at Spurs, assist king. You know, that guy has got a wand of a left foot. And similarly, um, Lucas Alava from Valladolid, um, a cheap player. You know, you get you can pick him up for a couple of million. He's at Valladolid from the start. Uh, and again, assist merchant from the left-hand side. Lovely stuff, Mr. Madden. Yes, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and lean towards some players I have managed, um, which is not easy. But one um, player I had in the Newcastle save was a new gen that came through in our first or second season. Uh, and his name is Fred Briggs. And what I really liked about this guy was he came through as a defensive midfielder. But he's about five foot eight or something like that. And you're kind, you just kind of struggle to really think, is, is it the right place to have him in midfield? Um, so we ended up retraining him uh, as a right back. And he absolutely just, he's one of those players where the attributes don't really blow your mind at all. Um, the one thing that killed me is his natural fitness is really poor. And it was the one attribute, like, I don't think you can really do much about it. Um, so he would, you know, only kind of play three games and then you'd have to rest him. Um, but really, really consistent, rarely make mistakes. I was playing him as an inverted wing back as well. So I think the whole DM kind of thing was, was quite helpful there. Um, so Freddie Briggs would be my right back. Um, in centre half, again, I had, <laughs> I had a new gen uh, and it's a similar story. His attributes were really poor. Uh, his name is Obeng Arthur. Um, and I just the reason I wanted to call this guy out is, on paper, he doesn't look very good. But since I've played him, and we're talking about five seasons solid, his I'm just looking at his average ratings each season. 7.1, 7.4, 7.5, 7.2 um, in the last four seasons. He was in the, is it the next gen, NXGN, the top 50? Um for a guy who I didn't consider to be that strong, um, is has played unbelievable for us. Granted, most of it's been in the championship, um, but he's been great. And then alongside him, I don't really have anyone I would manage to play centre half alongside him. Um, but I had to do a shout out, a little bit of Irish bias, lads, as you all know and love. Nathan Collins, and Dave likes this. In my version of FM, in my save, Nathan Collins is currently playing for Man United. And he is up there with some of the best defenders in the world as a centre-half. He's playing out unbelievable for them. His attributes have kicked on for whatever reason. So I don't know if anybody else has seen him progress well in any of their own saves. Um, but he's kicking for Man United in my save. And finally then, at left-back, one player that I just absolutely love in this game. Um, been keeping an eye on him from afar. Uh, it's Croatian. Um, can play left-back or left-sided centre-back. And that's Gavardiol. I think he deserves a massive shout. And it's just going to get better um, each year. Big player. Yeah, he's. I mean, I, I I vaguely remember us talking about him and team of the years last year. 
Mm. Can't remember if he, but he was definitely in with the shout. Um, so I think this year is going to be the the year when he's you know being looked at by a number of other teams in real life. So it may well be another one that is spoilt for most people um, shortly. Anyway, uh, my back four is made up of uh, two contrasting central defenders in Max Kilman and Oscar Mingeza. Um, Kilman, I inherited at Swansea, and despite uh, being suggested that I should ship him on, I kept him again. Left-sided defender um, and could also fill in at fullback. Was consistent in both uh, both seasons I was at Swansea. And then Oscar Mingeza is... Someone I inherited at Atletico Madrid has been absolutely class. They signed him from Barca for like 12 million and he's been there ever since. Can fill in that right back as well, but his as a centre half, he you know, he is classed as an elite centre half in, in his uh, game or player description in game. Then I've got Jean Haal Vitoulin, who is a French right back who I signed from AC Milan. For around 20 million. He has been exceptional and his attributes have just skyrocketed. He went from playing next to no games at AC over three seasons to playing pretty much every single game that he was fit and available for. And so despite it be I think he's he's just turned 22. And despite being sort of the older edge of his um his development curve. And not really playing much between 18 and 21. He's still, like his attributes have still shot up. And then another one is uh, Facundo Fernandez, who is the left-sided defender from my Atletico Madrid team. Again, I inherited him. He's just turned 22, but he's like, his attributes are insane. Like, he is, he loves to tackle, um, but he's, he's okay going forward, but he is big, bulky and... Uh, a fantastic new gen, one of the best new gen fullbacks. I've seen a lot of people say that fullback new gens are like gold dust, and this guy is absolute gold dust. I think he's worth about ninety million, and that's with like a a really cheap contract. So, um, um, it's been fun using him. Although I've had sort of, I think I spoke about it last week. I had some struggles actually getting him performing consistently, and I can't really nail down why. But just just judging him on attributes, he looks insane. The best in-game 11. I'm going to pass you over to Joseph, who's uh, sort of pulled this together. So this is according to the game, according to FM22, what would be the best in-game 11? I guess at the start of the game, is this? Yeah, well, what I'd done is I had, I, I actually went in and I bought the editor, in-game mm. editor, just to check. All right, Dave. Who were the best of these? All right, Dave, says him. How many... Edited databases have you used over the last couple of years? 16. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mum still buys your trousers. <clears throat> so if you go old school, Mike Bassett, four four two, because it kind of fits a few more players in if you do it like that. Goalkeeper, Manuel Neuer, which I think is pretty expected. Um, he's actually, sim- I think he's about the same as uh, Courtois, but I, I, I chose Neuer over Courtois. Um, right back is Kimmich. Um, two centre-halves, Virgil van Dijk, which is unsurprising, and Sergio Ramos. Left-back, um, David Alaba. I mean, what a, what a player. Um, could you imagine this central midfield? Kevin De Bruyne and Luka Modric. Ooh, spicy. Imagine Luka Modric 10 years younger oh, and mate. Kevin De Bruyne. Jesus. 
I'd stay with Luka Modric now I mean, in any yeah, team. Yeah, 100%. I love it. Luka Modric by day, David Guetta by night. Um, <laughs> on the right st- <laughs> yeah, on the right hand side, yeah, Trek Ortista when he's uh, FM Trek uh-huh. when he's streaming on YouTube on a Sunday night. Um, on the right hand side, um, Lionel Messi. What a player. You know, he's still up there. Uh, legs not gone just yet. Um, on the left-hand side, Kylian Mbappe. You know, he's. I think he's going to be up there as probably the best player next year as well. Mm-hmm. And then two strikers. I mean, imagine this. And it's quite ironic that the two players here, one is being touted to replace the other. So Robert Lewandowski and Harry Kane. I don't think there's too many complaints there. At least sort of as you open the database to start, like there is... There is few others that could really get in there. I'm assuming that's going to be on current ability as well, more than anything. I think one, two, three, four, maybe there's probably five players in there that get kicked out of most FM players' teams because they're too old. Mm. I'd love to know the wage bill of all of them as well. I bet that must be an absolute cost of fortune a week. It's going to be a few quid, isn't it? Mm. A few. I think Ramos is the one that might surprise me only a little bit just... Again, just in my mind, FM, the age, the, the physicals and all of that. But I suppose he, he, he tends to drop in. off a cliff quite quickly, though. Yeah. Like, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, Harry is, Kane. Obviously, we've done another 11 for later on, and he's not in that. So it kind of tells you, I think it's more about the role that he plays. Mm-hmm. So he's, got, he's still got good current ability for the role he plays, but he doesn't mm-hmm. make it into the, into the next one. Nice. Well, that's a, a nice teaser for later on. Um, Harry Kane, actually, in my in my save with it, well, the international side of my save with England, his attributes haven't changed a whole lot, really, and he's just turned 34. He's just good, isn't he? Yeah. He's he, just, he nearly but, made my team, my FM team, but I was kind of like, it's too Spurs heavy as it is. I can't have a Spurs <laughs> legend in there as well. So, but he... In that Spurs save, he was like 30 goals a season, every season, like no problem. Yeah, I think he's one of those sorts of players, both in FM and in real life, where his pace has never really been his thing. And so once that starts dropping off, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, let's move on to our selections or for the our team of the years or respective team of the years. Dope, we'll come back to you. Midfield time. Well... Typically, I'm not going to go for wingers, so I'm going to have three central midfielders here because that's the way I do things. Um, first one up is a new gen uh, from Bayern Munich called Fabio Mari, who I have to admit, I've never seen anyone make so many assists as this guy. He had 20 vision. I think that's all I need to explain. Um, 27, Italian, currently just absolutely ripping it up Where when we finished that save, and he was just... If he, if I was ever in trouble, he was the man that was getting me out of said trouble. Um, the next up would be one I took from Manchester United. Um, well, that's a bit of a lie. I took him from Barcelona. Uh, a very late signing on our first transfer window at Manchester United. And we got Pedri in. A young Pedri, obviously, first transfer window. And in this save, he is only 22. I have to kind of stress that. But his attributes and the way that he just played in-game was just delightful. And everything that he did just had that little bit of class. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have a team without that man. And then a bit of a strange one, I say strange one, a bit of a, a different one and out there, uh, kind of nodding back towards the London Monarch save. Uh, 
would be Haidara. We brought him in from Leipzig. He played probably, I think he's probably one of our first transfers actually, or in the first window. But again, one of the best players in the league at that level. Uh, everything that he did was just quality. He had long shots and he, he just popped them in every now and then. Um, but with that dictates uh, tempo, likes to play one, two, just in that midfield three, he was just dictating play very nicely. Uh, and yeah, it gives us that little bit more defensive edge in this team. So yeah, uh, Hadara, Pedri and Mari would be my three. Fantastic. Joseph, more Spurs players? Unfortunately. <laughs> so again, I've gone for a couple. I mean, if we go centre, I've put two central midfielders in here and I've put an attacking midfielder. So I'll go for those three. Um, Dupe had Pedri. I signed Gavi at Spurs. Mm. And he was fantastic. Um, I've got a couple of new gents at Villarreal which are coming through. And they would probably take it, I think, because they're getting kind of spicy. But for kind of realistic players, Gavi was really, really good in that Spurs side. And he was paired with Jude Bellingham. Um, Again, who becomes a monster. I mean, when you develop him, he just becomes that all-round player that you sign. And it's like you go... Sign him, you're going to get 10, 10 years out of him, no problem, being one of the best midfielders in the world. But as I've done so far, with that spot, I had to put Isaac Johannesson in there. We've spoke about him probably the last couple of pods. Mm-hmm. Such a great signing for the money. I'm pretty sure he's about 10 million, something like that, from Copenhagen. He's literally, he plays in about 15 positions, doesn't complain, trains well, plays well, assists well just kind of does all the work you want him to do. So it's a bit of a toss-up for me between Jude Bellingham and Isaac Johannesson. And then in the attacking midfield position, um, I've actually put Oscar, um, the guy from Sevilla. Um, I signed him. I know Dupe signed him. Um, bit of a game-changer for me in the Villarreal save. He he was just so good. Like He'd done a bit of everything in that attacking sense, a bit like Dupe was just saying about uh, Mari there. Vision was great, so he assisted all the time, but long shots, free kicks, just kind of a pleasure to play in the match engine. I didn't sign him. He was at he was at um, Seville when I got there. Still, so yeah, he was decent. Very good player. Very good player. Echo that. Well, there we go. One for the bingo card. It's been a while. <laughs> Mr. Madden. Yeah, I've kind of, I suppose I've got a four-man midfield in front of me here with probably two advanced kind of wingers inside forwards, I would say. Um, Bellingham was very much uh, in my mind, Joe. You mentioned him. Uh, same in this save. He's outrageous. It's He's probably the best sentiment feeder in the game. Apart from a guy I'm about to show you now. I'll drop it into the channel and, and hopefully we'll get it out there at some point. There's a guy here and his name is Dwight Jones. Dwight Jones is a new gen that came through at Manchester United as a sentiment fielder. And just looking at this guy's attributes, I, I don't think I've seen a new gen midfielder as good as this. And he's had attributes like this for about three seasons. He's 23 now. He has pace 17, stamina 19, agility 19, anticipation 18 to 20, composure 20, off the ball 17, vision 16, decision 16, and then passing 16, technique 18, dribbling 17. He's bananas good. He's been in the England team since he was about 19 as a new gen. Imagine if you scouted him as well. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> the only problem is he's not from, he's not from the northeast of England. <laughs> Uh, so he's definitely got to get a, a shot in there. He's he's ridiculously good. And alongside him, I'm going to put a player that I signed for two and a half million as a backup midfielder uh, from Huddersfield. Uh, 
And this is a guy by the name of Lewis Wing. He was 29 when I signed him. He, it was a bit of a desperation signing just for squad depth. But what this guy has is um, he has extremely, well, particularly when I bought him, extremely good free, tick, free kick taking and corner taking. Um, in his first season with us, he had, now granted, I'm going to throw in that championship word again, six goals and 17 assists as a, as a centre midfielder. Um, we actually did a lot to kind of get him into the squad. We retrained him a little bit as a, and it was Ronaldo, friend of the pod, except um, Dupe calls him the C word that we're not allowed to say, Matt, sometimes. Um, he, oh. We were talking one day in the chat and he suggested we retrain him as a wide playmaker, which I'd never done before. Um, and it worked really well. He was just kind of finding space um, and throwing in some really good crosses. Um, and he's just been racking up the assists. Three seasons in a row, double figures for assists. And obviously, goal contributions combined. Set piece, maestro. And then, left side, sticking with the Newcastle save, our boy that we mentioned last week, and then Matt, I know you've had him this year as well, Shola Shoratire. Um, We're going to stick him out on the left. Uh, we mentioned a lot about him last week, right-footed, which gives him a lot of options cutting inside. And then the final player I would stick on the right-hand side is the guy I've been chasing for nine years in this save, which is um, Giovanni Reina. So he is a northern boy. And I mentioned it last week. I think he's one of the best players in this game. He can play anywhere across, I suppose, that that uh, attacking midfield strata. And he is just bananas good in this game. So, so is that, that going to be your your bingo card entry? Bananas. Bananas, yes. It seems to be a thing that this shit is bananas, all of a sudden but... happened today. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, my midfield is made up of three. Uh, my... I guess my my main formation would be, or my go to for me, yeah, go to formation. This game cycle has been a four three three non hacks, but still with wide attacking players. But uh, in the central area, I've got Gabin Mertz, who I think I mentioned last week, who's the French new gen I picked up for Atletico Madrid as a backup. Ended up playing the majority of games throughout both Europe and the league and has just developed exceptionally like way above uh, like there's very few players that I feel like you can sign from like he's he starts a, a beer shot in in Belgium that's where where I signed him from there was no way I was expecting him to to just come in and dominate like he has done but he's been absolutely class and I dare say he probably performs better than his attributes suggest which when he you know, he's still classed as a wonder kid, he's got a driven personality. He's only ever going to succeed. Uh, so I'm almost disappointed that we're reaching the end of the game cycle because I'd love to see where he could be in, say, 10 years' time because he's only just turned 19 now. So I reckon he could be a world-beater. He also just... He's got two caps for France as well, which, again, I find a bit mental for someone who's 19. And the French squad is a bit weird, or at least the French national team selections have been weird, but more on that when we go further up the pitch the another option which I think Dupe will like is Gatano Castrovilli I, I signed him as a sort of a budget midfield hole filler because I needed someone who could play like a, as a Mazzala or as an attacking midfielder or a central midfielder on attack and there wasn't really too many options but I signed him at 30 and he's still more than good enough. He was an absolute bargain as well because 
despite being at Atletico Madrid, despite being in the, the Champions League, I don't have a busting amount of money to spend per season, so I really have to sort of stretch out what I've got. Signed him for 16.5 million. His first season, he is like I signed him in the January. So in fact, he he he's had a huge impact in a very short space of time in this particular save. So overall, he's played 30 games, scored eight goals, and then four assists way more than I was expecting him to provide and he sort of provided excellent competition with the other players uh, to the point where he's ended up being the main starter of all of the options I've got for that particular position and then finally I mentioned him again last week Jamiro Huygen he has been sort of the mainstay of my teams until I guess uh, in fact he was probably the reason why I left or wanted to leave Swansea and why I moved to Atletico Madrid because he ended up being poached by Everton because of that pesky minimum free release clause that I hadn't noticed in his contract. Um, but I, I, I sort of first became aware of him when I was at Groningen, took him with me to Swansea, and Everton have just signed him for, for 20 million, which seems ridiculous. I think I signed him for 10.75, which, which was his original release clause in his Groningen, Groningen contract, which I didn't put in. For you know, I'm not I'm not doing proper hacks here, but it's not, it's not Middlesbrough. <laughs> it's not Middlesbrough. No, that was that was more destruction after the fact than anything else. But I mean, it was more. In fact, the game's a bit cheaty for changing those contracts so quickly after I left. But nevertheless, um, yeah, he joined Everton for twenty million pounds. He's now worth between seventy-seven and one hundred twenty-three. Also has four caps for the Dutch national team too, which I unfortunately didn't manage to get him whilst he was under my tutelage at Swansea. But since he's moved through Everton, it's now happened. His attributes are just insane. He's only 20 still as well. He's another one of those that I would love to be able to see sort of his career trajectory sort of once I get to the, the end of the game cycle. I might have to just simulate forwards just to see where he ends up and how good he possibly gets sort of with the reliance of the AI but that makes up my midfield three gentlemen time before we go on to sort of the four positions for another brief break which is about the FM most popular roles 11 uh, Joseph I'll hand back over to you for this one cheers mate um, you'll have seen from the FM accounts they tweeted and Instagrammed out the most preferred roles 11 recently and what I thought I'd do, as we was doing a team of the year, I'd have a look who was the best player in those roles. So they started with a sweeper-keeper on support, wing-back support for right-back, ball-playing defender uh, on defend, central defender on defend, uh, full-back support, deep-line playmaker on support, box-to-box midfielder, obviously on support, um, inverted winger on attack, um, advanced playmaker on support, inside forward on attack and advance forward on attack. And it was interesting with those roles. I don't know about you guys. Is there anything in there that you kind of have in every tactic? Because there's quite a few that I play with in there. And don't say goalkeeper. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I think is probably an inverted winger and probably advance forward, which is most of my tactics oh. for this year. The midfield roles are... Uh, I don't use any of those, any of my tactics, or at least I've, they haven't been mainstays throughout. I would say, yeah, I haven't used an inverted winger this year, but I would have done it quite a lot in the last couple of versions. Um, and I'm interested to hear you talk a little bit more about it when we talk about the player in that role. 
box to box midfielder or something I kind of fell away from. I kind of felt like it was maybe becoming ineffective because it was just, you know, not really creating or contributing, but equally not defending as much. I think you need the right player in that role, particularly talk about, we spoke about natural fitness, stamina. I think that you you really need that engine to, to fit that role. Otherwise, I don't think we get a whole lot of effect out of it. Which but apart is, from which that, yeah, makes which sense. Which is strange because this year I've used a lot for my box-to-box. I've used box-to-box oh, yeah. box in multiple tactics. The workhorse, Same. like you said, the sh- I've just found a lot of, of work that he, he seems to do the work that nobody mm. else wants to do. Um, but yeah, no. Re- really struggled as the new gens come in though to find someone to replace mm-hmm. them. I think you remember when I talked about Villarreal and I moved um, Isaac Yannison from playing as a Mazala to box to box because he could play that role because I couldn't find someone mm. to better Manu uh, Morales. So yeah, it's if I run through the players, I mean some of them won't be surprising, but I think Mad's kind of questioning one there. Um, sweeper keeper and support, I mean it's obvious Manuel Neuer. I think you know. Totally up there. What I was interested, because obviously I've had a look at the current ability and potential abilities and where he's actually at. You know, he's actually on a bit of a decline, which I thought was a goalkeeper. He, he would stay kind of, I won't say relevant for many years, but he's definitely on a decline down. Um, wing back support on the right. Um, I went, it was difficult because there wasn't, I think it's um, Calabria. He was actually mm. the highest potential ability player in that position but not current and it was so I kind of looked at it I was trying to kind of go hmm, who's the best player because it wasn't it's just it's obviously not something that players are listing as their kind of favoured position um, even though people play a lot, a lot in the game so um, Jurian Timber from Ajax um, high 130 current abilities and n- nearly gets to the 170 potential so Again, another one, I think, for next year in FM23. He's, if you can get him, he's going to be well worth having. Um, ball playing defender on defend. No shocks that it's Virgil van Dijk. Um, absolute monster in this game. Um, his partner, though, which surprised me, um, obviously central defender on defend, was Antonio Rudiger. Um, obviously gone to Real Madrid, so maybe he's had an adjustment to be featured because you know how sometimes when they go to a different club, they like to, uh, oh no, was he, was, there, was he last, there last season? No, this is the first year. Not at the start. No, he's, no, he's, no, no. so I'm looking at, yeah, data update. Um, he's had a very good season as well at Chelsea. Yeah. So that, you know, that he, I mean, yeah, he, he was good anyway. I was just, in my mind, I'm getting lost of where we are. Um, yeah, it was just a strange one. But I also saw that Pau Torres um, actually, and obviously I, I haven't known this plan at Villarreal, but his potential ability was higher than Rudiger's. So I've kind of put him next to him because they're very, very similar. But Rudiger's obviously, he, he's maxed out his CA and his PA. Um, fullback support. Um, it actually come up as Reese James on the left-hand side, wow. which, I thought was, which I thought was strange. So, but he, again, I mean, everyone knows obviously what a talent he is. Um, Deep-line playmaker, we spoke about him earlier, David Guetta, Luka Modric. Um, but his partner as a box-to-box midfielder Obviously, where he had Kevin De Bruyne earlier um, is Leon Goretzka, um, and I think was he? Did you still have him do at Bayern? No, or no, was no. he? Was he long gone? Long, long, long gone. gone. Yeah, I think he's. he's... Craig, I've never never had him in FM at all, um, and I, as I say, I like a box to box midfielder. Frank Kessie nearly made my 
11. I, again, had him at Spurs. And I, I couldn't name a full 11 of Spurs players because it would have <laughs> made me cry. Um, inverted winger on attack, Neymar. And I think mm-hmm. this is the one that Mad's looking at there. Um, I th- whether or not it's because his role picks up there and he's obviously the highest rated in FM, um, it might not be his most favoured position, but obviously when I, I just done it by player filter and went for position and went through it like that. Um, but yeah, he, he's up there. Um, advanced playmaker and support, Thomas Muller. Um, come up top there. Um, still obviously performing at his absolute peak in the game at the start of the game. Um, and then a young, obviously, I say a youngster, but his successor to that role would be Frankie Dion. Um, just obviously, he's already got quite a high current ability, but he's got a good ceiling to get to. Um, inside forward on attack. Um, I've referred to him before by something else, but we'll call him Mo Salah <laughs> for the purposes of this pod. Um, not I, don't, I don't think that ever made the cuts. So. It, it never made the cut. Just think. Apple <laughs> Beach. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, that's not surprising. It's surprising that he didn't make the best FM players because he's obviously talented AF. Um, but yeah, and then it won't surprise you. Advance forward, Killian Mbappe. Like, he's already awesome and his ceiling is obviously much better. The PA I can't believe that. Oh, mate, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, that's the football manager, most popular role, 11, and the best players in those positions. I'm devastated One the CM stuff. on attack didn't make it in. Just raging. I'm surprised that's probably the like the most surprising role out, out of all of those that not seeing that appear mm. um, because it's so effective. It's like the Mazala on attack from FM twenty one like that. It just seemed to be the role that he that always gets into the box. Although I have seen like box to box midfielders making a similar sort of run and having those two combined in midfield is a bit of a lethal combination because if one of them doesn't like if the first one doesn't reach it the second one gets the the second ball. Uh so many goals I've scored where like on a, on particularly on the counter attack where one of those two is making that late run and scoring a goal from whether it be from distance or just inside the box where they're just the free man and making after making that third man run that it's just both have been really effective for me this year um look matt we know that nick listens to the pod so it's likely that he's just gone you know what don't put mazala in there don't put cm attack because we're just going to give away some hacks just put dlp and bbm in there and and be done with it it's a good combo (laughs) they ain't they ain't giving away no hacks Damn it. Damn. Damn. If you really want to win at right. football managers, just don't play wingers. I told you that for ages. Well, some people quite like wing, or at least wide players, not necessarily wingers, but players running from wide positions, which brings us on to our forward lines. Take it away. Call me 2017. I've gone free up top. Of course I've gone free up top. Strikers is, is where games are won, in my opinion. So it's always tough not to pick a lot of strikers. I have to go with the one that we mentioned last week, Cammy White. Um, a little bit disappointed that he's not got the love that he deserves on the polls uh, online, but he's very good. Uh, 99 appearances for me, 97 goals. I can't ask for much more. And then to kind of reference last week, Benjamin Sesco, I had him at Newcastle. I've had him at Ajax. He is machine. Absolute machine. We don't need to go into him too much because of last week. And I'm sure... 
he's probably going to be on some of your lists too. Uh, and then the last striker is one that, well, Addy Amy. We spoke about him last week. I had him in my Manchester United save. Bought him very early on. I wanted to play him out wide and then realised I don't like wingers. So I, I put him up top and he just absolutely banged. His pace, his clinicalness. He was just such a good striker for me. So there you go. That is my three strikers. Hacks. Uh, Joseph. See, I, I feel bad. I haven't managed so many of these top players. And then I think it's not that bad. I could be mad and have done something stupid like just play with some Geordies. <laughs> it could be worse. Could yeah. be trying to shoehorn Lloyd Kelly into a team <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Lloyd Kelly, yes. <laughs> Niche. Niche. Um, to coin a Gary Glitter phrase, I love this boy. Um, Barge. <laughs> I spoke about him in, in a couple of times. Um, honestly, like, if you haven't signed him, he's one to go and get. For the money, like any Premier League club, it will do a job. Like any La Liga side, any, and I think you'll get him as well. Um, he's by far the best youngster that I've bought, like real youngster that I've bought, developed, and he plays all across the front. But I play him on the right hand side, cutting in, um, bit of like an Aaron Robin type, really. Um, and then on the left hand side, I've picked a couple. Again, I, I, I will decide at the end. Um, Hyung Min Son, you know, he's awesome in the match engine. Um, when I went back to the Spurs save just to have a look, I was like, oh my God, I forgot how good he was. And as I say, even though I'm, you know, West Ham fan and Spurs, you know, all that, you know, you recognize class anyway. And like he, even in real life, he is quality. I loved him in the Spurs documentary. I think he's a fantastic footballer. I loved it the other day when he, come off the bench scored a hat-trick and was just giving it a large um, from my Villarreal save Alberto Moliero uh, a, a young lad that I signed I, I want to say it's from Las Palmas um, but I can't remember off the top of my head again developed lovely good 18 year old to buy developing well another great player that I've had really enjoyed managing him in, in Villarreal um, and then my, my kind of striker position I, again, went back to Spurs and then it kind of reminded me that he, his name kind of disappeared in the second half of the season in Football Manager. Um, Dusan Vlahovic, um, that Juventus move kind of mm. killed him off. Um, but he, I loved him. Like, he just, he's got a bit of Zlatan about him um, and a left-footed striker that actually bagged loads of goals for me. Um, and then obviously I've picked Sesco as well. So it's a toss-up between them two because... Sesco, I mean, he's got to be the forward on an FM 11 this year. There is no doubt. Like him and Lorenzo Luca have probably been the most purchased youngsters and have probably bagged the most goals. And I think Sesco is probably the one. And, I, and you know, I'm quite excited to see where he goes because I know Leipzig have obviously put 20 million into him. He's going. I don't even think he's going to play there. I think he'll be gone before that. Um, and he'll, he'll be at. <sighs> I don't know, maybe maybe Chelsea, I think, but you never know, kind of United might do something strange and, and go for him because he's still banging IRL. But yeah, that's that's my kind of forward line and by the end of this I think I'll I'll give you a definitive eleven. You got you got Lovely. man of the match and in, in, in an international game against Norway. Against oh, Ireland. Against Ireland. 
boys on fire. Yeah, that was, that was quite a, a nice photo of, of those yeah, two. Yeah, it was. Didn't, didn't mark each other, though, did they? So it means nothing. No. Well, Imagine no. if they did, though. That, that, like, it's like the... Like, well, like the... The one thing that stands out, like obviously, we, we were none of us are old enough to have actually watched the 1966 World Cup final live, but effectively, what Bobby Charlton, uh, sorry, Bobby Moore, and um, it's it's his name has completely escaped me. Martin Peters, Jeff Hurst. No, no, it's uh, the the German captain. Beckenbauer. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Beckenbauer, sorry, yeah. So Bobby, it, I was right in the first. Bobby Charlton and and Beckenbauer marked each other out of the game, basically. Uh, so they were kind of complete non-entities in that match, and that's kind of what I'd imagine if we had two like top strikers now, and they actually decided were told you mark your opposite number because you're the only person who is physically capable of stopping them at set pieces and what have you. Um, that'd be fascinating to see like what the actual outcome would be. Um, wait wait see, 15 years, Matt, until they're at the end of the career and then they'll do a YouTube boxing event and they'll just fight each other. I we think like YouTube may have passed by that point. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, Mr. Madden, moving on to you. Yeah, so I've got two spots remaining because um, I kind of named a four-man midfield. So um, I'm going to keep one striker up front because it's largely what I was doing in my own save. But the player I'm um, kind of just, just dropping in behind the striker is a player I had, I did a little Monaco save offline for a season or two, and I signed a player called Ruslan Malinovsky. Um, yes, long shots 19. Yes. Center player. Yes, player. indeed. Yeah. So he's um, he's 28 at the start of FM22. So he's not a young man, but uh, as Matt alluded to, long shots 19, free kick taking 17, corners 17, technique 16, first touch 16, filet 16, He's just and his he's name just one is to watch. Score in Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you just want to watch him in the match engine. So I was kind of I was mixing. I was kind of doing him as a, as a shadow striker, and I was all I wanted to see was the long shots and obviously you know getting on the free kicks and corners and everything like that. But he was great. I I really enjoyed just obviously a break from the Northern boys save at the time, um, but just having a player like that. I think I could be wrong, but I'm fairly sure he's got one of if not the best long shots in game. Um, but it's just not quite 20, which is probably um, for a reason. He so has got, had a um, mental uh, career trajectory in my save, by the way. Really? So from from Atalanta, Leicester played, paid 25 million. Then he went to Ajax for 11. Bear in mind, obviously, he starts at the game at age 28. Mm. He's now 35. He's just signed for Rotherham in the championship on a free. <laughs> He's going to bang. <laughs> Scoring goals for days from like with his like peg legs. Rather anyway, sorry, way. continue. And then ahead of him, so I mean, obviously, look, Sesco deserves a shout there. Adiemi probably as well. Um, but for me to stick with the player who basically carried me through all of my save from the moment we signed him was Adam Armstrong. Um, again, not many Northern boys for the striker role. We weren't going to sign Andy Carroll. Um, Adam Armstrong was fairly prolific throughout almost every season, both in the Premier League and in the Championship. Um Three seasons in a row, he broke 30. Um, the last season in the championship, he got 34. And I was just doing a quick count there. He had 130 goals in just over 200 games. Um, so what's interesting, I think there is, I've seen a couple of other saves with him in, in the there. And he had mixed results. We, we don't yeah, talk about championship. that. <laughs> Refer to previous comment. He did score a few <laughs> in the Premier League, a few. 
Um, but he, he's carried us through the save, and yeah, I've seen him in other sa- in other saves, and he's he's kind of had mixed results. Um, but I think overall the longevity of it was, was just thank God Adam Armstrong was there when we needed him most in the championship. In the championship, <laughs> I can't wait for FM twenty three, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to start Rotherham. Oh yeah, uh, my uh, strike force um, the uh, the trident. Starts off with Johannes Moller, who was the the regen, new gen, sorry. Uh, Mars oh, going to slap me on the wrist for that one. Uh, who I signed from Sporting Gijon um, for, I th- it was like 24 million Gijon. at the time. I heard it, it turned well, yeah. into 32 million uh, with all of the add-ons and what have you. Uh, I ended up, I wanted to take him with me to Atletico, but Atletico aren't flush enough with the cash to compete with the likes of PSG and City who are about to sign him for his release clause of £93 million to clubs in the Champions League but he is I think I've shown screenshots of him before and his attributes are just ridiculous I don't think he actually performs as well as his attributes suggest he should but he is more of a creative player than he is a goal scorer Um, but he's equally quite He's quite physical. He's 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 a bit of a weird player, but he like for a for a winger who is so fast, he's also pretty strong. He's a bit if he could finish, he would be like Thierry Henry esque levels. And obviously, being French, that would help um, fill in that narrative. But unfortunately, he's not. Um, on the other side, I've got João Felix, who I inherited mm. from. Uh, in my Atletico save, or at the Atletico leg of my save who I don't think he does a lot. And then I go look and look back at his sort of statistics and it's like, oh, you've got a lot of goal contributions and I didn't register any of them in my memory. Um, But over the sort of, his attributes are insane. He's the first time I think I've ever had like a proper elite attacking player. He's 28 now in my save. His wage is like exorbitant really, but his ratings since I've been in charge have been like 7.41 and then a 7.3 for the season, which is just mind blowing, really. Just consistent goal. He's again not really a goal scorer. And I think me and Joe have had conversations about him. He's a weird player. Like you can't really, he doesn't really fit any role that well. And so it can feel a bit like you're sort of trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. But he, regardless of how I've used him, he's been successful. I've tried him as the, a central midfielder in, a, in a, on attack, bursting forward. I've tried him out wide. I've also tried him up front on his own. He He's generally better cutting in from the left or the right. He can pretty much play anywhere across that mid, attacking midfield three. And then finally, uh, Benjamin Sesko up top. That's that's it. Like we've spoken loads about Sesko. I can't really reiterate any more than what you guys have really spoken about him. He's been class, even though when I've picked him up in my save, he is nowhere near as good as he is in either Joe's or Dupes saves, but he's still like his, his goal scoring statistics are still off the chart, despite that deficiency in attributes in comparison. I I do love with him that because he's so different in so many saves that gives you that ability to, to develop him or get him slightly developed differently. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of the great things about FM is that it's not hard coded to just be, you know, you go out and you get a top striker. Like he's young enough that you still get to mould him. So that's why why he's been brilliant to manage. 
unfortunately, I I missed out on that moulding stages twenty four. So and he didn't play enough games. So hence why mine is ruined in comparison to yours. Uh, something that we haven't planned for Matt. I just wondered, kind of, with the showdown, if you had any players that have stood out from from that in this FM. I think because of the meta that there is with like online play, it's usually big strong boys up front who are quick. Uh, Seaman has had a he's had a fairly good showing. Um Dominic Solanke. So let's go uh Dominic Solanke, oddly. <laughs> it's like my Bournemouth say all over again. Because obviously in the, 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 championship. Young, the young players, I think the first showdown when Curtie picked all the youngsters. Um, obviously you have to pick more developed players so it'll obviously be very different to what how we've just listed them so more like the the FM best 11 you were going to see most of those players yeah I'd mm. need to go back and actually look to see uh, who like to give you an actual decent answer on that mm. but um, a seaman is definitely up there uh, goalkeepers are a bit odd in fact even the likes of Van Dyke hasn't been amazing in, in this in this game cycle for sort of showdown appearance, I vaguely remember him getting sent off for at least being accountable for like goal leading mistakes and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, that's maybe one to revisit at some point. Mm. I think, um, I think it's now time to make our decision on, on who's going into our, our official, Team of the Year 11. Obviously, we've read out what the game does. Um, but first, you've got to make some decisions, Joseph, about who you are sort of going for, for the the options you'd sort of shortlisted for in terms of positions. I'm, I'm not going to stick a new gen, even though he's possibly my favourite purchase and player as a goalkeeper. I won't put him in because he's a new gen. So I'll stick with Onana in goal. Um, I'm going to go Scalvini as the centre-half, Tellez as the left-back, Bellingham as the centre-mid. Oh, fuck me, I'm picking all Spurs players here. Kilmingson <laughs> and I'll, I'll stay with Sesko. Even Lovely. though Vlahovic was brilliant. Okay, right. So uh, we need to, first of all, decide upon a formation. Um, it's been popular, but I'm going to suggest we have a 4-3-3. Four, three, fucking three. Because it seems to have been like that's I think some of the some of the stuff that FM have really or SI have released about their sort of the most played formations. That's it's up there, mm. um, so it makes the most sense. Rude. In goal, excellent. So if we start from the back, who do we reckon should should make that? I'm going to discount Joe Bursich. He's not good enough to be like, he shouldn't be there. He is more like a, he's a personal project that I've had in my save. I'm so, happy to concede. Funny enough, as a goalkeeper, concede on Andre Blake. I think it's more of a, uh, a emotional. Cause he, he can't come on that journey with us. I would say like the, the reason Donnarumma stands, Donnarumma stands out to me. Like Joe, you mentioned Manuel Neuer how he's probably already, you know, coming into the game, he's slowly already on the downhill. Whereas I think Donnarumma is a bit the opposite. He's particularly in my save after eight seasons. It's just kind of up, up, up. You never managed. Um, never managed him though, of course. But he's, I'm fairly, like, apart from, you know, when you sort in the player search by mm-hmm. highest value, 
aside from the ones that are like not for sale, he's the highest valued player in the game at the moment. And I'm nine seasons in with new gens everywhere and everything. I, I, I would happily put him in if you'd managed him. Yeah, I'd say Fair Onana point. Well presented. <laughs> yeah, Onana. What's Onana his name? Onana is. Oh, well done. Which, it, and which shocks me, because last year we put Levakovic in. Mm. And no one's mentioned him. Uh, do you know what? Again, I'm going to show you this later date. But on my, he was my first one to go in because I had him at Anderlecht and then decided actually I wanted to bring Blake through because of what he did. So yeah, I had Livakovic. And I also have Gavi down for later down, but I went for Pedri instead. So yeah, weird. Okay, next up, uh, we'll go right back. I'm going to put my neck out on the line. I think I've got the best right back, Timber. And we've... You know I mean, stats don't lie, right? Or potential Billy, don't I? Did you have Fred Biggs? Mad. Fred, Fred Briggs, yeah. I don't know if you can battle Jurian <laughs> uh, Timber now. Yeah, but he sounds like he likes a meat pie, so you know I might vote for him. <laughs> him and Benny Tesco from Wednesday. last week. <laughs> <laughs> now then, now then. Is it? Was it? Oh no, we're going to get controversial, so I'll stop before I carry on. Um, <laughs> Again, my I think my right fullback Shen uh, Heil uh, Vitulin could be amazing, but he's not there yet, so I don't think he deserves a spot. So he's Caligari, he's he's just solid. He's not. I've, he's I've, not a I've nearly signed him a few times as well. I've actually, signed him loads of times, but he's he's a solid purchase rather than an exceptional one. So I'm I'm happy to put Timber in. I think Timber to worked, the wall. Yeah. Timber is good. Excellent. Okay. Uh, centre half number one. Oh. I mean. It's a tough one. Fana's very good. He's very good. Six foot three, tall, fast, strong, physically brilliant. Um, I, I, I think on the game at 24, he's classed as an elite centre back. Um, it's going to be difficult for me to say. He shouldn't be there, but there was some very good talent on the on the table. Yeah, of of my centre backs, Pau Torres is up there as as my one that I, as I say, and he made it into the uh, positional FM eleven as well. So, well, because I wrote it down, <laughs> <laughs> he he is class. So I, I I would put him in and concede my other two. Okay, I'm happy with Pau Torres. Um, because I, I'm going to suggest that Oscar Mingeza goes in next to him. Um, I'm happy to, in fact, we will obviously show you attributes for each of these players. Um, Joseph's going to be busy on the old graphics because um, I think it, it, it helps to showcase each of our individual options and how well different uh, players have been sort of and played within our saves. But this is uh, I've just I've just sent the enemies to everyone so they can see what they're actually uh, judging upon my so, suggestion. So what, are we fighting? Fafana so I I agree. Mingraiser and Fafana. Mm. Oh, let's have an attribute of. Then we go. That's I think top trumps. This guy. I mean, I don't think attributes fair. To be fair, um, no, I think what you should do. What you should do is not put Fafana in yet. Okay. Yeah, Torres is left-footed, mate. Nice. Good, because Discord won't let me, so don't panic. Right. So if Matt picks an attribute, yeah. the Mingueza, yeah. 
and then you have to say what for finally. So we do this best of three. Okay. And then that's okay. who goes in. It's the, it's the fairest way. Yeah, no, I, I get this. Okay. I get this. Okay. I like this. I like this. It's good. I think okay. Nathan Collins is getting a raw deal, but I didn't manage him again, so we can yeah. Uh, concentration, 17. 15. So you win the one point there. Well done. But I then get to pick one because Matt could just go like corners because he's yeah. exceptional at corners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna do one. Okay, I'll pick the next one then, Matt, and you can have to decide. I'm going to go with positioning as 17. 15. So you, it's one all. I'm not going into the decider. And then I'll pick the last one. Okay, that's fair. That's mm. fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. My last one. I'm going to go finishing. <laughs> For a set of half. You fucking knob. Yeah, it'd be easy to pick up, pick up uh, my attribute, wouldn't it? So I'm going to go finishing. Uh, finishing. I've got 10 for finishing off a phone. Oh, oh Mingwazi's got eight. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's the, that's that's the, the fairest way. <laughs> Long throws. Yeah. Crumb. To be fair, it's it, like it's close like, in terms of attributes. Yeah. They are pretty similar. So, Fafana, it is Fafana up front. Okay, left back. Oh. Joe, you've you've had quite a few Joe that mm. are sort of Tellez is yeah. such a good chance. Tellez was brilliant because I had him on loan first, so that just makes it even nicer that I won't even pay him for him. He he was really. I mean. I'd have to get the save up to kind of see what he was doing, but I'm sure he was like the, the top assister in that Spurs team. So I, I really enjoyed him. Um, I can't remember who Dupe had. Uh, it, it's it's, it's going to be a tough one because he is very, very good. Uh, it's Smedi, I think his name is. Um, he is... Is he a new gen? He's a new gen, yeah, which is... It, he, it's difficult... It, I'll share him now. You can see just at the quality that he is physically, mentally, physically, um, technical, brilliant player. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, look, for the viewers at home, um, he's very physical um, and he's he's mentally brilliant as well. And actually marking and passing. Oh, yeah. He's a very, good, he's a very good left back. He's a very good left his back. Mental, <laughs> his mental attributes are ridiculous. I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen that much green. I would... Uh, I would prefer to uh, genuinely for, and this is me being honest with Tellez's set pieces at the moment with the defenders that we do have. Tellez would be tremendous with his free kicks. Wasn't Tellez uh, in the streamer showdown? Pretty yes, pretty very good, good memory. Very yeah, good yeah. PVP. What's, what's mental is you actually look at his career stats. He scored two goals, uh, four goals in his career. Mm. Tell us with those attributes. Yeah, with this this geezer. Yeah, yeah, no, he's. Uh, he, I mean, Matt, he's a your left back. That's my left back. Yeah, very good. But I can't remember who Matt had. Oh, it doesn't matter. This guy, this guy is insane. The Duarte Samidi gets my vote every day of the week. <laughs> Can we have new gents? We're, we're, we got to. St- <laughs> Ideally not, but he's fucking ridiculous. Uh-huh. I, I, I can't. I don't think you can discount this guy. Surely, like those well, mental attributes, it, it, are just he'll insane. get stuck on Twitter, so you can see him because it, it, that's that's there's not really a competition there. No, I know. No, I don't I, think I, I've ever what, seen a left back that good. But I, I genuinely think Tellers for what he's done this year, FM twenty two. I, I think it's rude to leave him out, and I'm happy to to kind of. No, no, I don't care. Can we play yeah. two left backs. Want to go three <laughs> no. at the back? Three at the back with no. Timber for Fan and Torres. No, 
That's uh, you can't. You shouldn't have shown him, Duke. <laughs> You've undermined yourself entirely. No, there, he's, too he's good a very good left back. Um, yeah, he's very good. He, he? Like, Tellers is not a patch on him. Like, uh-huh. like Tellers is still a like he's still active in my save. But even his career t- trajectory has been awful in comparison. Whereas this guy is just he's not like, played many games though. When you look at it. He's elite, though. That's just he ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's very good. Right. Move on to midf- our midfield three, then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight in and say one of the Barcelona pair need to go in. I'm happy for, for Javi to go in because I've managed him too. Got some great work from him. Joe's obviously nominated him. Pedri is just probably like a year ahead, isn't he? Is he just a year ahead on his development? Apart from that, one of those two I feel has to be there. Um, and I'm going to wreck it again by putting this in, but I'd, Mari is just like one of my favourite players ever. Um, you can fuck off with your new gens. <laughs> they're not relevant to anybody. They're not, but <laughs> like they are just—they're still players in the game. I have to share. Um, but yeah, I, I would say one, one, at least one of the Barcelona boys need to be in there. I probably hang my hat on Giovanni Reina. Uh, I'm just not sure on the role if we're going to be sticklers. Um, I was sticklers. I know I haven't technically managed him. I don't know if you oh. have, but... Oh, um, bloody hell, man. But, you, but, but, you won't but the save there, isn't over yet. And <laughs> if I get the in-game editor, then <laughs> everything's fine. Um, but lads, he's phenomenal in this game. And again, as a you know, considering he was the northern boy target, obviously, yeah, sadly, we didn't get there. Um, I'll drop his profile in it's as well. She got chat. relegated. Only once. Lot. Only once. Yeah, but you then failed to get re-promoted. I did lot. eventually, Matt, three seasons later. And Giovanni yeah. Reina is 55 years old now. <laughs> um, um, Pedri, I'm absolutely for including, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy with Yeah, Pedri, Pedri is class. Um, he was very good in my, in my save at United. He was kind of one of the first signings I had as well, which kind of took us to that next level, um, which I say next level. It's not, diff- not difficult, but managing Manchester United, but... Yeah, very good player. The only reason I'm happy to sort of concede that he's a, he's allowed in is because he's now left Spain and uh, <laughs> he's no longer tormenting me because he was a a problem. Yeah, still uh, a- Gavi, on the other hand, still a problem for me. <laughs> so at 22, like it's ridiculous his attributes on my save. I've just shared him as well. Like I said I'll get all these sent over, but oh, what a player at 22. Gavi on my save is not a patch on Pedri, so sort of that's that makes that decision easier. Pedri's in, Pedri's in, locked in. Uh, that leaves two spots remaining, um, ir- irrespective of how. Like we can we can go for a Garth Crooks and just say fuck it, we're going to throw all of the attacking players in, mm. or we can actually have some semblance of logic and footballing acumen and have a defensive player and. Then and also ran in. I wouldn't be against having Bergman Johansson in. We've got to see him. He's a good he, player. We've got to see him. He's a good player, but he's Bellingham not like he's better. Oh, Bellingham uh, is actually like Bellingham. saying that. You just reminded me about yeah. Bellingham. Bellingham's in. But uh, things I for I have managed him for England in this save, and he's like he can play anywhere. Mm. He can play in an attacking role. He can play in a defensive role. He's so versatile, but equally so good at all of them. Um, so. I mean, I'm even thinking I should have maybe suggested Phil Foden because he's been sick as well. But there you go. Um, but yeah, I would be happy to have Jude Bellingham in that midfield, regardless of where he appears. Yeah, was so that Bellingham, Gavi, and Pedri, all three? No, 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 just Pedri and Bellingham. 
Oh, sorry, we didn't go Cavi, okay. So then we've really, we've got like three across the front and then a forward, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two centre mids, an attacking mid. Yeah. And then mm. like a front three. Okay. Well, I've dropped Mari so, in there. Like I said, uh, I, I appreciate we don't really want to do too many new gens, but he he he, he is gorgeous. I'm not even going to look at him. Oh, actually, I haven't. I dropped two Pedris in there. Um, <laughs> we put two Pedris in. Is that good? <laughs> That's Mari there. Like, they named him once. Oh, Mari's decent. Um, but I have no one else to He's offer a, in that position, so that's that's me dumb. He's not. He isn't part of my like of who I suggested because it was like Castrovilli would have been like my attacking mm. sort of midfielder. But Phil Foden is up there with like, a player who I've managed who is just like he his performances are e- exceptional, but equally his attributes are. He's worth 200 million and his wages aren't like crazy high in comparison to some other players. So it's mainly his ability, but it's just, he's so similar to Mollo in that he's got attributes that are just so high everywhere. And all of those, like he fits the attacking playmaker role or the advanced playmaker role so well. Um, He's an elite attacking midfielder at the age of 27. He would get my vote if, um, we're allowing additions in at this late stage. I'm happy to take that. One thing I, we haven't discussed quickly is is Joe's uh, nomination of Oscar uh, that we've both managed. I wish I, I haven't got a screenshot of him, but he is incredible. He is very good, very very good. Uh, he dictates the play very well. He also links up those strikers for you. Bill Foden, I've just seen him in your in your safe. Yeah, he's very good, Matt. Yeah, he's a bit good. My other shot would be Shola, um, but he's he can play in a couple of different roles. Let's go I for think he, I think think he deserves, go I think for deserves to be looked at. I've just dropped both. it in again to remind you. I think Shola's again, good to remind to you. discussion. <laughs> um, no, I think Shola's... Terrible he, heading. He is a good player. He's, he is okay. Um, Tackling. Might too. be better on the wide spot, but yeah. I wouldn't want somebody in that centre to that has the player trait of tries tricks. To be honest, mm. I'm just being a being an ass. Your 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 positioning four <laughs> doesn't matter. Your goes where he wants. Shuratire is a lot better than than yeah. is, than yours. He is on mine mm. because you've actually played him. But like he's up to what is it, 69, 69 to seventy-six million. That's pretty good. He doesn't even Foden's though. high jumping reach. Yeah, you know you wanted to put him in the centre mid, your media description. Confident winger. Well, he's a winger, but I retrained him, you see, for the CM on attack, and that's where he was he was banging it for us. Mm. Um but should, yeah, it, it might have, be a better uh, shot for Busted your load out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy I'm happy with Foden. I, I might let cool. him have Reina in this team just yeah. to show him up. Well, he hasn't I'm managed like, it. Oh Reina. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with Foden. Are we Foden yeah. it is. So right, Foden. let's move on to the front three then. Sesco is an obvious yeah. in, right? He's nine. He yeah. has to be number nine, absolutely. Yeah, all day. That's that was an easy one. And then the two sort of wide positions. Addy Amy would be the one that I'd shout loudest for. I think that's a big shout. Left or right, do you would you prefer? Um, I actually played him more up front, but he is more natural coming from the left. Uh, sorry, coming from the right. Um, I'll bring it. I'll put him in now for you, so you can see my Addy Amy because he is mine. Um, he's very good. Um, 
but he he could genuinely play in a narrow front three as well um, as a as a main striker. I retrained him as a striker. He does come out as a inside forward on the right. But he is just so quick. He's exceptional in my saving, like and that's with the AI mm. development. So you're trying to he's into mice. Shit of a manager I am there. Cheers, man. Thanks for that. No, no, it was more that it's a bit I'm a bit a bit further on. Yeah, no, he's in very the good save. Player. He's a very good player. He's at Man City in my one and he's outrageous as well. Yeah. Just means we can't have Rainer on that right hand side, so it's even better. Left. Okay. Addy Amy. I, I'm I'm like yeah, all all down for yeah, that. Yeah, Addy Amy's very good there too. And then that leaves one final position. Who's your left winger, Matt? On the left. Now, I know we... Well, this is the problem. I would have... It's... Because he's a new gen, so I know, I know thoughts, but he is ridiculous. Right. Uh, let me... I think I've screenshot him before, but... Maybe. Uh, what we could do is maybe we can do a new gen 11. Okay. And we'll do that. We'll do that off recall. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll build our new Gen 11, because I think we could probably all do... There's enough of them there, yeah. I've got some insane yeah. Yeah, new Gens at Bayern Munich, yeah. In which case, then, if we're going to do that, let's say, instead of Samide, yeah. although he is exceptional, Tellez gets in, and then he's obviously going to get it for the left-back. So I'm basically happy to submit my whole Bayern Munich team for the, for the one <laughs> year. Uh, if, I get, if, I get, if I get one or two in that from the, the new gens I've had, I'll be happy because the like the quality of that Munich squad you've got. Um, in which case, João Felix would be my only other suggestion that's sort of semi-valid, I would say. I know this isn't how we do things, and I know we normally take the piss, but Mad hasn't got one in this team. Well, for obvious but, reasons, in fairness. He, he, doesn't he lived have in one. the championship. <laughs> I didn't get Lloyd Kelly in last year, Lloyd and he Ke was my best player. I can't believe you're still beating the Lloyd Kelly drum. Man. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, he he actually played in the Premier League. Some of your players, Jesus. Hey, we did couldn't play even in the lay, Premier League. Just not couldn't even lace Lloyd Kelly's boots. Only dream of the Premier League. Exactly. Oh, I've got Bargy. Young Min Son oh, or Molly Jesus Ella, Christ. Song. Sorry, oh, Mad, you wow. you are in the mud. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, can Joe. We, can we say Burgie's a new gen? Because he only came in in January. <laughs> no, I, He's a fucking real player. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Either of those two. Like, He's good, I know he though. sounds like a fucking side dish, but... You you can pick, Joe. I think that's the fairest way. Cause... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Rooney Burgie. Yeah. Even though Sonny was really, really good. I mean, you can't have an FM11 without Wonderkids. No. no I'm, I'm, uh, in he's unreal. He's great. No, that's a really good team, by the way. Feature. No, I'm, uh, I'm very happy to have that. That's, you know, um, I'm all good with that. Sorry, Mr. Madden, you've oh, uh, missed sorry. out. But, you know, better luck next year with your non- Championship save. Next, uh, I'll announce my FM23 save as Newcastle. PSG. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, those will be out on the socials. Uh, now it's all official and we'll, we will sort out our Wonder Kid. Uh, We're doing 11 New Gen as well. 11 as well. New Gen 11, sorry, uh, not Wonder Kid. I guess they, they kind of can be Wonder Kid 11. Same but, shit, different yeah, shovel, mate. Indeed. But I think that would be quite fun. That might not, even be a pod regions, of its so. own. Mm. See, that, yeah. Not regens though, because we get moaned at by Mr. people that are Mr. correct. Jacobson. 
Yeah, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, we've been here long enough. Uh, that brings episode 268 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all of our latest Football Manager content, including uh, all of the FM Player of the Year bits and pieces. I think Mr. Madden's put an article together so you can read through that at your leisure, assuming it's out by the time this is. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most of the popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks.